Good morning. Thank you for starting another week off um, here with uh, with me this morning as we continue to uh, just move through the Psalms and to learn their um, their great teaching. Uh, the Psalms are such a great book because um, they express such a range of feeling uh, and emotion that uh, eventually uh, we all um, can identify. Um, there's psalms of great joy, uh, there's psalms of great sadness, and uh, everything in between. And so uh, I think that's the reason that, um, that, they, that, that we enjoy the psalms uh, so much, is you can uh, practically always find one that, uh, that uh, speaks to uh, your, uh, your situation. And so this morning we're going to be picking up uh, in the uh, 22nd Psalm and uh, somewhat of a, a change from uh, where we finished last week with uh, the 21st Psalm. Uh, 21st Psalm was a, a, a psalm of uh, great joy. Uh, it was a psalm of uh, great happiness, of celebration, of uh, thankfulness. Uh, for all that God had provided for David. And now the 22nd Psalm uh, is going to be the uh, opposite end uh, of uh, that spectrum. Uh, this is a psalm of um, a great uh, discouragement, depression uh, on David's part. Um, it is also a psalm uh, that is a prophetic psalm. Uh, it is uh, a psalm that points toward uh, the suffering, the death uh, of Christ, as you'll see uh, immediately when we when we start in uh, to the actual uh, to the actual text, the the connection to uh, the the suffering of Christ is uh, is apparent. And so, as we start into this psalm uh, again, it uh, as I said, uh, it's one that. Um, again, last uh, we finished last week looking at a psalm of uh, of victory. Uh, this is one of uh, discouragement, and all of us uh, at times in our life we we deal um, with with those type situations. Sometimes it's uh, physical. Sometimes uh, it's mental, and uh, sometimes it's financial. Uh, sometimes it's brought on by uh, family situations or uh, friends uh, who have um, who have betrayed or uh, backstabbed. Um, there, there's a lot of reasons it's brought on by um, by death uh, of someone uh, we love, or maybe not even death, but uh, a very serious um, injury, divorce. I'm not trying to be depressing this morning. I'm just uh, pointing out that eventually uh, we all uh, face uh, some type uh, of, um, of of battle uh, or or crisis, um, if you prefer that word, uh, in our life. And how we handle that um, is extremely important. Um, in our spiritual walk. Um, I think um, from my experience has been uh, that um, when, when a crisis is 
Um, when, we come, when we have those type crises, many times we, we struggle uh, with exactly how to, uh, to talk to God. Um, we're, we're afraid we're going to say the wrong thing. We're going to, uh, we've been taught about not questioning God, which I don't have time to go in that, that debate right now. But, um, and so I think we struggle sometimes with how exactly, uh, do we approach God, uh, when we are, um, in, uh, in those type situations. And so, uh, I think this psalm uh, is uh, going to uh, to help us uh, with that issue and give us some uh, so, some guidelines. Again, uh, this is a psalm. Um, one of the things we notice about this psalm is David uh, is going to be pouring out his heart here. Um, he, he's going to be in, in, in a time again of, of hopelessness and. Uh, uh, in this situation, and what we're going to see as we get uh, go through this psalm uh, is that um, we don't have any uh, recorded uh, response from God. We don't have any um, any answer uh, from God. At no point uh, in the psalm do we see God, uh, David, um, seemingly doesn't even. Uh, sense the very presence of God, uh, and, and he thinks he's going to die, uh, and so that is uh, the situation uh, that we have here uh, with uh, with David. Uh, some severe, uh, horrible situation um, has uh, occurred uh, in David's life, and again, you're going to see as we get into this psalm. Uh, that it is uh, that this psalm uh, is also speaking uh, of uh, of the suffering uh, of uh, of Christ, and so that gives you some idea of the suffering uh, that David is going through um, at uh, at the time, and so. Uh, as we uh, start into this psalm, it, uh, it has uh, a heading here. Uh, it says, To the chief musician upon a jaleth uh, Shehar, a psalm uh, of David. And um, what uh, that, that saying is, is that uh, it tells us um, uh, how the psalm was uh, to be uh, to be done, uh, how the psalm was uh, to uh, to sing. In, in other words, uh, I'm not getting that out right. Um, it was. It appears that it was sung uh, to a uh, the tune of a song uh, that had already been written. Uh, David just wrote uh, some uh, new words, um, and so we're. Uh, going to uh, to go through and um, again there are quite a few prophecies of Christ um, in, uh, in in this psalm that you're going to see uh, very quickly uh, and so let's uh, start at the actual text and what do we do how do we pray um, when um, when we how do we talk to God when we are uh, feeling um, defeated 
begins with words, uh, again, very familiar. Uh, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Uh, why art thou so far from helping me and from the words uh, of my roaring? Uh, and so, as I said, it's very apparent that this psalm uh, has, uh, has connections to Christ uh, and his uh, crucifixion. So one of the first lessons uh, that we learn then uh, from this text uh, in approaching God in those times is uh, that we actually, and this is something some people struggle with for some reason, uh, David pours out his heart um, and he tells God uh, that he feels uh, like he has been forsaken. Uh, he, be- he tells God, I feel like you have abandoned me. Um, and so just to point out, I know that some people uh, may hesitate at that kind of language in talking to God, uh, but I point out to you that here we have uh, David making that statement. We know that David was a man of God. Uh, we see that David uh, was not struck uh, by a bolt of lightning uh, for saying that to God. And then we know that Christ himself said it. So we've got two great examples here uh, telling us how uh, we should uh, or how we can uh, address God. He tells him, Lord, I feel like uh, you have uh, forsaken me. I feel like you have uh, abandoned me and, and, and left me uh, you know, alone uh, in this. And David was certainly a man uh, that knew uh, the presence uh, of God. Uh, he had felt it on numerous occasions. He had uh, certainly he had felt it in his confrontation with Goliath. Certainly he had felt the presence of God uh, as he dealt with Saul. Certainly time and time again uh, in, in David's life, um, he had uh, felt the presence of God. Uh, and so certainly, uh, if he knew the presence of God, he recognized when it felt as if God uh, had abandoned him. And he uses a word here that uh, for some people calls uh, maybe some immediate um, uh, tension uh, when he says, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Uh, He asked the question. Uh, He says of God, why have you forsaken me? And most of us have been taught uh, all our life, never question God. Um, And I think there is a difference uh, that we need to, to lay out between questioning God and asking God a question. Uh, I think there are uh, there is a distinction between those two statements. To to me, as I see it, to question God uh, is to question and challenge His authority, um, His right um, to make a decision to do a certain thing, um, and that's not what David is doing here. David is asking a question. Uh, I hope you can see the distinction between those two. I don't think um, our our Heavenly Father has any more problem um, with with us asking Him a question than we would with our own children asking us 
uh, a question, and, I, and maybe that's a good way again to illustrate. You know, if I if, if you tell your child, um, you know, carry out the trash, and they stomp their foot and say, "You can't make me," um, then to me that that's questioning uh, the authority. Um, the you know, I don't have to do that. that that's questioning uh, the position uh, of the parent, but. When a child says, why do you want me to do something? Um, and with the right attitude, right tone, I, I understand there's a lot of variables in that. But again, the difference in asking a question and questioning God. And what I'm saying to you this morning is, um, is I think, and I think this text, uh, among others, uh, shows that, uh, that it is okay to ask God a question. God, uh, why? Um, am I going through this? Why uh, is this happening? Why did that happen? Why? Uh, when? Uh, when is this going to end? When? Uh, I think those are questions that um, that that uh, are, are within the bound. Well, you know, they're they're in bounds questions. They're uh, I, I mean, they're they're not uh, out of line. Uh, as David here says, "Why hast thou uh, forsaken me?" Uh, why have you abandoned me? You, you've left me to carry this burden uh, by myself, uh, alone. I'm uh, having to, to do this. Why haven't you, uh, he goes on and says, why have you not helped me? Uh, you, you know, you haven't, it's not, you, not even that you haven't taken the burden, uh, but you haven't even grabbed the hold and helped me carry uh, this burden it was the way David was uh, feeling at that moment, and so he was not uh, concerned. Uh, to, to to he was willing and able, and again, there's no indication here uh, that 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 riled God or or upset God uh, whatsoever. Uh, when David says, "Why have you forsaken me?" Why are you not helping me? Uh, you know, and, and you know, why are you not hearing my words? Why, why are you not listening to me? Um, and, and there's no indication that God um, is, is upset that David uh, asked those questions. At this point, there's also no indication that God answered those questions uh, immediately. Um, but um, he, he does allow David that leeway uh, of, of asking him uh, what, uh, what was going on. Um, and you know why? And again, we see Christ with those same words uh, on the cross. Why uh, have you forsaken me? Um, and, and so, uh, one of the, the first lesson that we learn here um, that that uh, and, and I want to just I want to stop here uh, today at this point because I think this is such a crucial lesson uh, to stress. It's okay to talk. Uh, to our Father, twice in this verse, really three times if you, uh, you know, because really that third phrase could have a why in front of it as well. David has said why, and so um, today uh, I want you to, to to think on that thought a little bit uh, about uh, how we deal with discouragement and crisis in our life, and that it is okay uh, to ask God. 
why, uh, when, where. Again, not challenging God's authority, but simply asking uh, for more information, uh, more uh, to, to feel his presence, to have his guidance uh, in, in those situations. I think God uh, not only allows that, I think God expects that, I think God appreciates that, uh, us asking him for, uh, for that kind of wisdom and leadership uh, in our life. I hope you have a good day. Uh, I hope you don't feel this way. Uh, I hope your life is more like the 21st Psalm, uh, a psalm of victory. Uh, but just in case, uh, when the issues come and the problems come in your life, uh, feel free, uh, I believe, based on, uh, on God's Word, uh, to go to God and ask Him why, when, where, uh, to ask for more information. Have a great day. We'll see you back here uh, first thing tomorrow morning.